Uh, we're going to roll with Mike White. Like I've said countless times before, when you're the backup, you have to prepare like the starter because the moment you don't is the moment you get thrusted in there and, and things can't go your way if you're not prepared. So truthfully, keeping the same process, focusing on the Bears and and, and helping this offense move the ball, score points, and, and win games. So Mike White has made three starts in the NFL. His jersey from one of them is in the Hall of Fame. Ty Johnson in the game for the first time, a running back. He angles out. Throw to the end zone, and Wilson has a touchdown. What a start from Mike White and the Jets. A deep drop lets the routes develop. One of his first downfield shots has Gary Wilson. Makes Gilmore miss. Turns on the afterburners. He's gone. Touchdown Jets. New York takes the lead. He'll be feeling good about what Mike White's done today. On third and four, he'll look to throw. In zone, Moore. Touchdown Jets. Mike White. How about him? Ty Johnson this time. Steps out of a tackle. Into the secondary. Stays on his feet and scores. 32-yard touchdown from Ty Johnson. Robert Sala's team improves to 7-4. One of the biggest surprises in the NFL. Keeps on moving towards a playoff appearance. It's been a long time, but they feel like they maybe found their answer at quarterback today. Welcome, everybody, to Queens to Jersey. I'm Steven. Alongside me is my co-host, Jason. How's it going on this fine Sunday night? Very fine Sunday night. We are here to recap all of the Jets talk from this week and this weekend. Starting right into it, let's get into the game. A great win for the Jets. Rebounding off what we said last week was one of the toughest losses we faced in a while. 31-10 to victory over the Bears at home. Mike White starting the big narrative. Zach Wilson being benched. Mike White coming in. He finishes the game Unbelievable. I mean, his stats were 22 of 28 for 315 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles, no turnovers whatsoever. He played incredible. Any thoughts early before getting into the rest of it? Well, I mean, I thought we'd win today. I didn't think we'd win by, what was it, 21, 21 points? Yeah. That's how you do it, right? Yeah, that that's a dominating win. Our second dominating home win of the season, which is good to see. You want to see home dominance. You want to see them play like that for the fans when they show up. So it was really nice to see. And I mean, their fourth dominant win of the year, if you count uh, Denver, or no, not Denver, Green Bay, and actually, no, third, the Miami game in this. But Tua didn't even play that. Still a dominant win. Fields didn't oh, play this oh, game. Oh, yeah. No, I, I didn't. No, you were talking about dominant wins. I thought you meant just good wins. but I Just mean, like blowout wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a division win is important. But yeah, going back to today, Mike White plays the best football that we've seen in the last two years. The two best offensive games that we've seen have come from Michael White. I don't think it's an understatement to say, and this is like not even that big of a thing, but as a Jet fan, it is. He's been the best quarterback we've seen since Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep, yes. exactly. And I tend to agree with you, and I'm not going to lie to you, he might be better. I mean, we need a bigger sample size, but there's no reason to think. In the two games we have seen, he he's played unbelievable. Before he got hurt against Indianapolis, he didn't look too bad. The offense was moving the ball last season. Yep, I when, remember the game, when, uh, the primetime game. It was yeah, Thursday yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and the Colts and, had a very good defense that year also. And he clearly wasn't 100% healthy because when he came back, he played like crap. I mean, today he looked ready. Clearly the coaches saw that he was playing to a higher standard. They moved him up to second string a couple weeks ago. And then this week, elevating him to starter was with Zach Wilson getting benched. And he got everybody involved. 
Garrett Wilson was the other breakout star of the game. He had five catches, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. Alongside him was Elijah Moore, who had two catches for, I believe it was 64 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I would say Elijah is more of a breakout star than Garrett, just because Garrett, just, just like we a expect huge game, Garrett. the biggest game, uh, you know, offensive of Garrett's career, was Garrett, one of, was yeah, Garrett yeah. today. I'm just mm-hmm. saying today was like, you know, he was the most electric offensive weapon for us on the field. For sure, for sure. But alongside him, Zonovan Knight, who had 90 total yards, he had 14 carries, 69 yards rushing, three receptions for 30 yards, 34 yards receiving. I mean, sounds over 100 yards of scrimmage. He played amazing today for us. Off the practice squad, coming in, Brees Hall, since he's gone down, we have not had the run game that we need. This team relies on a good run game and without that you saw that's when Zach Wilson really started to struggle and um, him coming in Ty Johnson having the huge game he had 50 yards plus rushing and a huge touchdown to ice it yeah just a really great thing to have that running back depth going forward especially Michael Carter going down later in the game you don't know how serious that is and James Robinson not playing today it's awesome to have Max Mitchell also came in at right tackle when the guy who was playing I forget his name got Cedric hurt. yeah Cedric he's gonna be the starter at right tackle going forward he, he played awesome the whole line played great today and that's what allowed the run game to go and that's what allowed Mike White to play so great did he even get sacked maybe once yeah no it, on offense it seemed like the Jets dominated really everything the sometimes sometimes maybe. you know they punted but when they did Braden Mann came to the occasion huh yeah. That punt to the one was big time for them. And we watched some of the highlights just before, and the thing that really stood out to me with Mike White's play was how decisive he was with his throws. He was he was quick, he was precise, really accurate. Pinpoint. And he was not afraid to go to the check down. And he take was, some chances he also. He was reading the defense and going through progressions, things that we haven't seen from a quarterback. A qu- how a quarterback should play. Things we haven't seen from Zach Wilson, yeah. I, I mean... It's something to look forward to if you're a Jets fan, but... The next two weeks is a big test for them with Minnesota and Buffalo, both road games. Right now, the early spread is three. I thought it would be more like six. It seems like Vegas really wants you to bet the Vikings. I'll be betting my Jets. I think next week now, it's like all Jet fans know that we can't fully buy in. We really want to, but if Mike White comes out next week and plays really well, there's no doubt that he's the guy for the rest of the season and I mean until further notice yeah and we'll get into that a little bit more but overall still on the game the defense had a shaky start but they recovered definitely ended the game really strong only 10 points allowed under 300 total yards zero points in the second half and that's a big stat you need your defense in the second half and they've been huge in the second half all year they've done a really good job of not letting themselves get tired out that goes to the coaching and their rotations and the depth of the team especially on the d-line the d-line's great huh yeah i mean they only had five quarterback pressures and two sacks today but they constantly are are changing the play and pressuring the quarterback and, always and moving and the quarterback and moving the pocket containing a very good running back in david Montgomery. really good running back and they they held him in check today for sure so overall you can't complain about it and after last week again it, it's just so good to see this team recover it just goes to show Robert Sala's leadership for the team. One guy in particular, I don't think it's enough credit because sometimes he has some stupid penalties, mm-hmm. is JFM. Oh, he, he, he is has making been a, a monster every week in the backfield. Absolutely. He's he, sacking he's getting a sack a week it seems like. That is a low key Joe Douglas signing. He resigned him last year. That is not given enough credit. He he has been a, a really major, really big major part of the, of the defensive line, yes. When you 
you know, you put your stars out there on third down, he's out there. Oh, he's yeah. He's always out there with the wands. Him, Bryce Huff, Quinnen, you're seeing these guys a lot. Listen, Robert Sala praised uh, Nathan Shepard earlier in the week, and, like, you got to give that guy some some credit. For he's sure. coming in. It's and every single one of them. It's all of them. Michael Clemens, great. Jermaine Johnson, great. Unbelievable. Like, the, the depth this this team has. He made that play on third down uh, to stop Simeon. Yeah, and um, I mean, on third and that one. was a huge stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Madison the game was closer. And, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they might have gone for it if, if they wasn't backed up so much, although they were pretty far back. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty deep. Um, but great play, yeah. Going into beyond the game itself, and we'll we'll get you know back onto certain points that come up. But in terms of quarterback, do you think that it's smarter for you know? Obviously, I don't think it's that much of a debate to say that Mike White should probably start the rest of the season unless he plays really really badly next week. I don't see it, right? Yeah. Um. Obviously, two big weeks, like we said, anything could happen in the two weeks. Who knows how he comes out against Minnesota? They don't have a great defense. No. And I mean, the Pats torched him up. As that, long as we pressure Kirk Cousins, I think we could really beat them. And that's what I think Vegas is scared of. And I was thinking about that before. And that it's the key to the Jets. We can say it every day. The defense. We just watched what's considered maybe the best team in football, the Eagles, beat the Packers, but give up a lot of points doing it. And we held that Packer team well in check. I mean, we have a, arguably the best defense in football. We can compete. Up with any offense in football. It's just about finding that offensive click on our end, and Mike White provided that today. If he can do that the rest of the season, who knows where we can go. Yeah, we can't get our hopes up too much just because the Bears' defense isn't good. Is lacking, for sure. And the Bears' team just doesn't have it this year. They've lost close games all year, and the only reason they have been close is because of Justin Fields. And And without Justin Fields, they're not going to compete with, honestly, any team. There was a reason the Jets were seven-point favorites today. I agree, yeah. And I think that you still have to admit, if Mike White went out and threw 60% completion percentage, 200 yards, and one or two touchdowns, we'd say he played well and he did the job and they won the game by, like, you know, 10 points. We would have said he did the job, he played well, but we wouldn't be, I don't think, nearly as enthusiastic. Because he went out there, because he played as dominant as he did. I said to you before, Garrett Wilson's going to win Rookie of the Week because that's just what Jets do. But Mike White's probably going to win AFC Player of the Week, and he deserves it. He played as good as anyone in the league played today. I think because of that, when you see the one thing that this team was really missing, what else do you do? You know, what? Where else is there to go from there? And that actually brings me to a question of, do you, where do you think this team even needs to really improve on after other than quarterback, you know, consistent play? Like, what is their after weakness? After the season? Just in general, right now. Well, right now, <clears throat> maybe obviously, line depth. you got to worry about Carter and Robinson. Because mm-hmm. I do like Zonovan Knight. I've liked him since they got him. But these are good problems but, to have. These aren't glaring. These are areas that you have depth already. No, but right now, you your two running backs... For, until further notice, or Ty Johnson and Zonovan Knight, and I don't think that it'll work against a Buffalo defense. Maybe not. Maybe not, but you you don't know because I believe that if Mike White can keep an offensive passing game that's consistent, the run game will open up. Run game probably—it it was a counter effect. When the run game doesn't work, Zach Wilson doesn't play well, and when Zach Wilson doesn't play well, the run game doesn't work. It, it just— Zach Wilson never seems to play so well. No, and you need the run game. Uh, it, it's the run critical. game is a critical. You know, part of any— Good offense. You have to have a good offense. As you were saying, the Eagles, 
you know, you talk about their defense, but they win games because of their, you know, ability to run the ball. All they do is hand it to Sanders, and if you can't, you know, if you want to pass it, Hurts could just run it also. He's he's so quick. He's unbelievably fast. And I think a huge part of today that definitely needs to be more talked about than it is is the offensive line play. They played really, really well today. And if they don't play that well, he's not going to play that well. But I think seeing Mike White make those quick passes and those quick decisions in a Michael Floor system that is seems almost like made for him, there's not much more to worry about after, you know, in terms of right now. I, I mean, like I said, it's the Bears. You can't get our hopes up. And if Eddie Jackson doesn't go down on that play, oh. it's not a touchdown. Yeah, no, you're on right. On the Garrett Wilson touchdown. Obviously, I'm excited about the win. And it's a huge win for us. But I mean... They got to show up against Minnesota. I feel like I say this every year, you know, and teams I root for never show up like the Mets. No, and I'm just playing the flip side of it because, you know, we've seen such mediocre quarterback play all year and and been trying so hard to be excited about it that when you actually do see good quarterback play, you say, oh, wow, you know, I want to celebrate this. But you're right. You can't get your hopes up. And I think Jet fans know in the back of their mind that they're not. But Are you sure? uh, In the back of their mind. I want to have that feeling. But I just can't. Just deep in the back of your mind. You're allowed to celebrate it. You're allowed to enjoy it. We are. But in the back of your head, you need to know there's nothing guaranteed right now. He's not the next Tom Brady yet. I don't know. But you can't put all your chips on it. And it relies Minnesota on Minnesota will be a big game. If he comes out and does this against the Vikings, we have ourselves the quarterback of maybe the future. Well, I was going to get into that. It's a great segue into... First of all, if Mike White finishes the season off and plays well, and let's say they make that 7-6-7 seven, seven seed, is he the quarterback next year, and is Zach Wilson gone? It obviously depends on how he plays, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but And I nothing... know that, and I say that with a huge asterisk on it, but like, if you had to just say right now in these hypotheticals... If I had to predict it, mm-hmm. I mean, my prediction, I think he finishes out, you know, the season pretty strong. Yeah. I don't think... Like you said, I think they maybe make a run for that 6-7 seed, yeah. most likely the 7 seed. Cardinals winning really fucked us. I meant losing really fucked us today. Badly, yeah. That was Stupid not Stupid Chargers. But um, if they make a run at the playoffs and he plays well enough to lead them there, yeah, I think he, he's the starter for next year. Unless they, In a I scenario think, where, here's this, they go 10-7, and seven, they get to the wild card, they play a close game, but they lose. What do you do? You start him next year and he's I your mean, quarterback? Is he the reason they lose the game? I mean, he, he plays fine. He plays fine. They get beat. They don't lose it. They get beat. What's the final score? I mean, now we're getting really into I the mean, nitty-gritty. I mean, that's a big factor. It, it's a competitive <clears throat> game. They score, guy, they score more than 20. You look, look at, you look at a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo and Ryan mm-hmm. Tannehill, yeah. and I'm good on them. I don't, like, I don't like how they play. I don't think they're good enough to win a Super Bowl. Well, when you watch Mike White play his best ball, and these are like early, early evaluations, what's his ceiling, honestly? I think it probably is more of like a Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe like Chad Pennington type. I saw people comparing him to Kurt Warner. I don't know if he's Kurt Warner, but (laughs) I mean, he's I'd hope so. You would love that, but no. You could never really know with these guys, right? Sometimes they come out slinging. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't. And a lot of it is based off the system, and I think— they prove that Michael Floor isn't really much of the problem and that if you can it is work the in the system, it yeah, we'll the see it next week. But he had a great game plan today. They, they executed they it really well. dominated on all, yeah. all phases, mm-hmm. as Salah said. Which you just should do against teams you're much better than. For sure. It was a good win for them. Mm-hmm. And all Jets fans can't be upset. They must be happy after a win like that. I am. But 
you can't think of anything past Minnesota right now. That's the only thing that matters to me right now. Yeah, I agree. And I just think that maybe if it, it's just very difficult right now with the whole question of what 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 to expect, because now we've had expectations given to us, which we don't do well with. We had expectations against the Patriots that didn't go well. So I don't think it's maybe smart to go into next week thinking, oh, Mike White's going to torch up the Vikings defense. Sure. You're 100% right on that. But they played better with him. That's the end of the day. I think that's what Robert Sala realized. Beyond the whole talk about should he be the quarterback next year and all that, you know, we said in that what-if scenario, I think probably if he leads you to the playoffs, you got to roll with it. You know, he's only 20, like, six, seven yeah, years yeah. old. What's there, to, what's there to lose in that scenario? But what is to lose is maybe would you get rid of Zach Wilson in that case? I think no. I think keep him. What if he doesn't work out? I, I, I think there's a totally a fine reason in the future, and I'm getting way ahead of myself, that both guys can stay. That's just my two cents on that. Getting back to the game itself and the future of this season. We, you know, with LaFleur, like you said, he needs to drop a similar game plan, but they just it's about the team executing. It's about the team feeling like they're, they're better. And what you see from this team, especially today, was that they all knew they were better. Yeah, no, LaFleur looked good today, but I'm not going to, you know, talk like he's the best yet. You know, I, I want to see it <clears throat> against a team that actually is competing for the playoffs. Listen, I'm happy. But I don't. They have to win this game if they actually want to compete for a playoff spot. They, I've said I said it last so, week. They need to finish around <clears throat> ten and seven. It, it's sort if of they want any real shot. And even of, then, it's not a guarantee. It's like an appetizer. You know, a game like this. You you eat the appetizer. You make sure it's good. You win the appetizer. <laughs> then you have your entree, and the entree is the Minnesota Vikings. Other other little storylines from the game. Do you think anything about James Robinson's benching today? I mean, clearly it was the right move with Zonovan Knight, but anything to worry about? Do you was think it they a don't... benching or was yeah, he Yeah, it was injured? a healthy, stra- uh, healthy scratch. Wow, that's interesting. Maybe they like what they saw from Zonovan. Yeah, I, I think I said in the last podcast that Robinson looked a little slow against New England, and it was a little weird to me. Yeah, I guess they saw something in the film and they saw something at practice, and maybe they're just, you know, hiding a little injury because whenever I see him play... I feel like he's always given it 100%, but against New England, he was acting a little slow. Yeah, no, because in the Buffalo game, he was he played major role for us. In for that sure. Win. To finish off the Jet talk for now, I, I think, last question, do you, do you have different expectations now with Mike White? Do you expect, like, what do you expect next week? Beyond what you want to see and what we need to see, what do you actually expect? Like I said, I think they'll be like 9-8, and 10-7 and seven the rest of the way. I don't think they'll win against Minnesota or Buffalo. You don't think they're going to win next no. week? Yeah. I, I would love to see them pull something out. I think a lot of it will come down to the offensive execution because, like I said, this defense is arguably the best in football. If the offense executes, I think we can literally beat anybody. That's the big question. You know, kind of two sides of the coin here with both of us. I think that if next week they, they come out and they play and, and – execute the same level they did all the things i'm saying just double down on if not we'll we'll have to figure out because then there's a lot of questions to answer about what exactly is going on but when you see a guy perform two games like you know no matter what the span is just two games in general like mike white has instead of getting wrapped up in the misery of being a jet fan we're gonna try and enjoy it for today and take that great win that we had a dominating win and move into next week and be ready for Minnesota because it's going to be that much more difficult. Moving on into the NFL, 
there were some big choke games today. The Eagles almost blew it, but they were able to to pull it out for the second straight week. I mean, they've actually kind of played kind of shaky the last three weeks. Last week, it was the offense against Indianapolis. This week, it was the defense. Do you think that they're maybe not as good as their record is, or do you think they're still a contender? I think Jalen Hurts is a star. So you think they're still yeah, I think they're as, okay. as good of they're, a chance to win it all I as anyone? They, I think they're going to come out of the um, NFC if I had to put a team down. Damn. Yeah, they they really are that dominant offensively. And when Jalen Hurts is playing well, like they, they're just so good. And they have a lot of talent on defense, so... Yeah, they just signed uh, two big guys uh, on their D-line, Sue, and uh, another veteran. Yeah, and... Um, Come playoff time, you need a pass rush. I mean, you can't really complain like about... the Jets have. ...a 10-1 and record. Titans. I know you have some feelings on them today. Yeah, it sucks when a team is just fraudulent, you know? <laughs> go on. It's just... You see a team, they beat bad teams. They go out there, beat bad teams because they're tougher than teams. But when a team comes out there and outmatches their toughness, they have nothing. They don't they have can't that run much the, talent. When they can't run the ball, they can't do anything. All you have to do against them is stop the run. Yeah, I, I just don't think they have that much talent. Like, I can't think of too many guys on their team that I can just, like, name off the top of my head. Yeah, so, I mean, they're sitting at the top of their division and people are talking like they're good. They're not. I don't think they're, like, a contender. They're a playoff team, probably. <clears throat> but I mean, they're going to make it because yeah, of their division. because of their division. But I, I do think they're really well coached. Mike Vrabel is a good coach. Ryan Tannehill. Today, he showed he was a fraud, though. He, yeah, there was a lot of there was questionable a coaching the, decisions the around the league today. No. There was a penalty at the end of the game where a player, you know, jumped on the center. For a field goal, they would have gotten the uh, ball back with just under two minutes. Down seven, easily could have scored a touchdown and tied the game up and gone into overtime or even gone for the win, two-point conversion. But penalty, the Bengals were up four already. Burrow takes a knee, and that's the game. Yeah, that that's just a automatic first down. Yeah, I don't even understand. It looks like he was hiding from the cameras. He put his hand up, hid from it. Yeah, I like him as a coach, but that that's just... It can't up. happen. No, that can't. I don't like as a coach, and... Don't know if you saw how the Bucks game ended, but what is Todd Bowles doing? It doesn't seem like he knows what he's he doing. He never knows how to use timeouts. I've never seen a coach so bad with using his timeouts. How bad are you with clock management? It's a darn shame when— You uh, saw it. You know what I'm talking about, they right? They blow games like that, yeah. I mean, he gets a first down. You have all three of your timeouts with over 20 seconds left, and you don't take a timeout. You let it run down to eight seconds and force it into overtime where you lose the game. It's really sad when something like that happens. What are you doing? What are you thinking? You are not a head coach. You are a good defensive coordinator. You are not a head coach, Todd Bowles. Yeah, the Bucks made a mistake hiring him because it seems like they're getting healthy, and if they can't beat Cleveland, that's a big problem because Cleveland is not very good. No, at all. And, and they're getting their quarterback back exactly. next week. Now that Jacoby Brissett's like the worst quarterback in the league, I, I think no. he's like a decent backup. Like he's a good backup. But Deshaun's going to make that offense a lot better. But how bad? Uh, you should have won the game. Tom Brady, you have Tom Brady, a guy who's had 55 game-winning drives in his career, and you don't know how to use your timeouts. And, and your two receivers, Evans and Godwin, both healthy. He He is just a fraudulent coach. Like you were saying, fraudulent play, terrible. Uh, other teams that choked today, Ravens. Uh, two teams that lost on two-point conversions, the Ravens and the Cardinals. Two teams that, I mean, the Ravens aren't a joke, the Cardinals are. I mean, but. think about this. The Ravens, what, 7-4? and four? 
all four of their games they lost, they were up double uh, two possessions. So they just need to figure out how to close that game. But that's a big problem. Yeah. If you can't figure out how to win when you're up two possessions, that's a big issue. No, if that becomes a pattern, then you actually get to start. You start having the finger pointed at you and blame. Because it happens once or twice, you say, okay, you just need to regroup and, and figure that out. But four games, all of them? Yes. That, that's really bad. And then the Cardinals, I don't even, they shouldn't have won that, you know, been in that game to begin with. I don't know. I just don't like them. They're not a good team. Cliff Kingsbury's a fraudulent coach. He will be fired. Oh, he Hard is. Hard knock should yeah, be yeah. a good one. That'll lead into our next segment. Just like sure. his uh, other coach who got fired. Oh, that guy. For groping Can someone at least in play, Mexico yeah. City. And the cowardly HBO and more NFL, honestly. Not HBO. It's NFL. What is HBO going to do? They. They didn't want to lose their relationship with the NFL. NFL is like holding a gun at them with the Cardinals saying, don't show any of it. Don't show Eno Benjamin. Don't show the coach. What do you... And to lose, cowardly. A, game, and to lose a game like that after everything like that happened, Hard Knock should be a gem this week. I hope they give us more of what we want after the pathetic showing last week, not showing any of the drama that is the whole point of Hard Knocks. You want to see what's going on. And when a team is actually imploding, to throw a blanket on it and say, well, we're going to Mexico, and we're going to talk about the guy who's from there and all his, and, you know, where he's from, it, it, that's cool, but that doesn't need to be the entire show And when you're blatantly covering it up. That's my little Hard Knocks review. And then you have Denver, and I guess we can just kind of go into... We can move on. <laughs> well, at least you can just move on to the next question, which has Denver involved. Which team is a bigger joke, the Broncos or the Rams? You got to go with the Broncos. You think? Just because the Rams won a Super Bowl last year. This year, I think that almost makes it more pathetic on the Rams' part. Well, at least they won it last year. Most of the players on the team can say they won last year yeah the broncos i mean you saw the d lineman screaming at russell wilson yeah it's a big issue there what is what is nathaniel hackett is a one and done. oh yeah oh yeah the definition textbook definition i think i'd agree but i think it is very close that the rams and the broncos this year have been two of the most pathetic and teams in football the same guy who screamed at russell wilson he won't be uh, with the Broncos no, next he's season. he's riding onto the unemployment line. You don't do that to your million and $100 million quarterback. <laughs> no, $250 million quarterback, actually. Um, no, I meant just like, you know, a lot of $100 million. Oh, yeah. A lot of, yeah. yeah. More money than he's ever going to get. And so he's out of there. And Subway gave him a lot Trillion. of million. <laughs> yeah. I'm done talking about Russell Wilson. Good for uh, Sam Darnold, though. Yeah, that's good for yeah, him. Good for Sam Darnold. Better than Zach Wilson, huh? Looks it. <laughs> Moving on to our almost final, second-to-last segment before the show ends on coaches in the hot seat. I need to figure out a title for that. There can be a better name for that segment. But we're just going to go through coaches that might be on the hot seat. The consideration for this is just anyone who is not a guarantee to be the head coach of the team next year. In the eyes of me, at least. Yeah, okay. Maybe you run through them, and I'll let you know my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's just out of 10, I guess. One being they're almost a guarantee to stay, and okay, 10 okay. being they're out of there. So starting with Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland Browns. I'm going to say they're going to give him a, a pass this season. Yeah, with, with a bit of a leash next year if they don't thrive with Deshaun. Exactly, yeah. And I they've been in close games, it seems like, all season. Yeah. Sometimes they get blown out, but... For the most part, they compete, 
So I think he sticks around one more year. I think he'll have a really close eye on him if they don't look good with Deshaun either, but they'll still keep him and they'll probably try and sign and build guys around him where they were lacking, which they're lacking in a lot of areas. For sure. The next um, few weeks for him is very important. And most of these guys it is, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So what would you give him? I would give him probably like a three. One is being the... Uh, he's like guaranteed to stay. Ten, yeah, he's out about right, yeah. All right, uh, next one, Doug Peterson. Oh, he's dying after a win like this. Rating? 100%. One. One. Yeah, Yeah, I, I would give him, like, a two unless, like, they look really bad. No, he seems he's not like going he's good. anywhere. After Lawrence played like that against yeah. a good Ravens defense. Best game of defense. his career. Yeah. Uh, number three, Lovey Smith. If I'm the Houston Texans, ten. What do you, you think? So you're going to give him a 10? I'm giving him like, yeah, if you're a gonna solid f- 9. They, if, they've been so pathetic the last few weeks. If you're going to fire David Coley after the last year, you have to fire him after this year. Agreed. And I, I just don't understand the mindset in that front office. They'll probably clean house if you had a guess, especially if they land the first overall pick. All right, next, uh, Brent, uh, yeah, Brennan Staley. It's tough because you got to see how the year finishes out. What would you think? I mean, I hope they don't make the playoffs, but... I don't know. If they don't make the playoffs, then he's, he's definitely getting get fired. fired yeah. And even if they do, and Sean Payton comes over and says that he wants to be there, uh, he's out of yeah, there. It definitely so I think matters. I think five definitely matters how they perform in the playoffs. Yeah, as I well. think five right down the middle, either or. Josh McDaniel. Well, I don't think they can fire. I mean, should he be fired? You think? Most likely, yeah. But if money wasn't involved, would you fire? Yeah. Him? Yeah. Like I said, most of these guys, you got to see how they finish out because they just came out with a big win in Seattle. Most teams can't say they, you know, won in Seattle this season. Yeah, because of his contract and the whole thing with Gruden's contract, I would put him at like a two or a one. You know, it's not. It, yeah, it's these not past happen. two weeks, it but looks if, like he'll. You know, their offense is finally finding something. Yeah, and, and I think a few weeks ago that like if you weren't going to factor in the contract, he would have been like an eight or a seven. Now he's like a five or a six. Nathaniel Hackett fired. 10? Yes. 10, 10, 10? Yeah, I, I think he, he's a 10. No way in hell does he stay. That team's been a disaster. They stink. He's like Adam Gase over, over there. It looks like Adam Gase. Uber flus. Probably like a 2. Yeah. Just because, you know, Fields has looked good. He's progressed. I think you're right. I'm going to, I'd knock it up to like a 3 or a 4 just because I think if somebody came became available that they really loved, maybe... Maybe, you know, yeah, it would yeah, tempt no, them. Definitely. After a game like today, he probably should be fired. Yeah, I don't think he really, like, I don't think he's really cemented himself as, like, a good coach or anything. He's definitely not proven too much other than the decent bit of developing he's done for Justin Fields and figuring out how to use him in a system. But the numbers and the record isn't happening Aren't still. great, no. Probably move it up a little then to, like, a four or five. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's probably accurate. Matt LaFleur. Matters what they do with Rodgers. Huge, huge factor. What do you th- so if they keep him? What number? What what rating do you give them if they keep Roger? Six, seven. You think he's on a hotter seat if Roger stays? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if Rogers will be so quick to again run a guy out. I think if he stays in Green Bay, you gotta ride it one more year with him. Obviously, they didn't prepare the team very well this year. I don't know. I, I think they're not gonna be as quick to get him out of town. But if yeah, Rogers no, I leaves, Rod- I, I I don't think either way. I think, I think he stays. Rogers is done. I give I give uh, Lafleur staying like a three, like you know his hot seat scale. Hot take: Aaron Rodgers played his last game as a Green Bay Packer tonight. Well, that could be a cold take in a week, but we'll see. Uh, you know, Jordan Love did play pretty well tonight, and if he's hurt, he could milk an injury for the rest of the year, and, and then just call and it. I mean, 
why not see what they have in Jordan Love? Oh, I, I, I'm not against to? it if I'm them. Definitely. Todd Bowles. Five. Five down the middle. Because they'll win their division, and who knows, with Brady. So I, I like, I'll keep it at an even five. I'll keep it at a five, but I think if they don't perform well next year, he's out of there. Yeah, they should fire him. Dan Campbell, I'd give like a two. Yep. I don't think he's going yeah, anywhere he unless they look like out. atrocious going in the yeah, end. Yeah, the next he's, few weeks. He's brought them with good fight. I think he's like similar to Robert Sala in that regard. They like to fight for him. He, he's got high energy. Arthur Smith? Five, six. Five? I would say mm. like a three or four. Yeah, I think he'll be okay, but they need a quarterback. Yeah, I think, that's the, the I think that's why he gets to stay. He, get, he gets a pass for uh, not having a real quarterback. And that's a big problem. Steve Wilkes? I think they should keep him after today. Yeah, yeah I'd give him like He's a three. All season. I'd give him like a three, I think, if, again, somebody well, comes out that yeah, they really interim, like. Yeah, so who knows, but I think he's been doing a great job. Dennis Allen? Probably like a four or five, maybe they give him a break since it's his first season. Yeah, I think um, you're right, and they, and don't, they don't, really don't have, have a quarterback. quarterback. Yep, yeah. I'd give him a four. Cliff Kingsbury? Ten. Ten? Yeah, I'd give him a nine, I think, if they have any sort of finish he could stay and finally sean mcveigh and i think it, it's almost one but what about maybe just leaving and retiring yeah i mean that's that's a different topic though but he's not gonna what get would you give him for that probably a one still i wouldn't think he wants I don't to end either. his career i don't like either this he's also not even 40 yet no way stafford will be back next year yeah ones on both that is the hot seat scale i think that's what we're gonna call this and moving on to the final segment of the night Tomorrow's preview for Monday Night Football. We are going to give you a couple picks, starting with Jason's fantasy picks. Who do you got? Paris Campbell, a receiver for the Colts. Maybe you could get him on the wire now if if you need to. He has some uh, sleeper potential. And you got to think a guy like JT uh, is a good play if you're doing any fantasy pros or whatever. whatever well, he's probably is. your top Draft pick, games. so you're probably going to take him. I like George Pickens. Yep, he's a good uh, rook. Uh, so those are your guys? Yep. Now, moving into the final segment of the night, which is Steven's primetime parlay. My bet I'll be placing for tomorrow's game. It is a five-leg same-game parlay, and here are the legs. Steelers plus 3.5, Najee Harris to score a touchdown, George Pickens over 43.5 yards, Jonathan Taylor over 60 yards, and under 55.5. Comes at to plus 1,000. $10 would win you just under 100 what do you think? Looks good to me. See anything you would change? Anything you don't think might hit? Uh, maybe Pickens. It's a lot of yards. 43? Yeah. He's had some big weeks. What else was there? We've got Pickens over 43 yards, Jonathan Taylor over 60 yards, Najee touchdown, Steelers plus 3.5, under 55.5. Yeah, that's maybe just Pickens is a little scary. Okay, maybe, but, yeah. Najee, I don't know if he'll score, but, but we'll see. That's, that's like what I'm JT. rolling with. If you want to ride, let's ride. That's about going to do it here for us this week. Jets get a great win against the Bears, 31-10. to Next week against Minnesota, going to be a really big game. Likely Mike White of, uh, is going to get the start. Hopefully we need a win, and we'll be here talking next week about potential playoff berths, because if not, uh, it's going to be a different conversation. Hopefully we can keep enjoying it, and hopefully you guys are enjoying this too. So for that, I'm Steven. Alongside me is Jason. Let's go, Mike White. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for watching. This is Queens to Jersey.